This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Gaurav Bhattacharya. Gaurav is the CEO at Involve AI. Gaurav, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, JP. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure. So, Gaurav, let's start with yourself. Can you give us a quick overview of, of your journey in technology from where you got started, some of the roles you've held along the way, taking us up to where you are today? Me and tech go way back. I was born in New Delhi. When I was two years old, I lost my father to cancer. Born in a very humble family. My mother, single mom, worked really hard to give me a good education. I started my career selling pens on the streets with my brother, but got a really good opportunity to start learning how to code when I was 10 years old through a community program that Microsoft had. And that was excellent. I I loved coding. I fell in love with it. I built my first video game at 12. When I was 15 years old, I went to high school where I met my co-founder, Samia. We both were fighting for the front desk in a coding class and did, in hindsight, didn't make any one of us cool, but she's a rock star programmer. So we both started our first company right after high school. And we built a patient experience platform that we ran for about seven years. And it was a great journey. We went through our ups and downs, but ultimately, had the opportunity to sell the company for a few million dollars and great outcome for um, everybody in the company was about 21 or 22. <laughs> so we, we made some money and this is our second company together. So we both came to the US. I came to work for PwC and then I also worked for a, a semiconductor company. I was very, I love tech consulting and that's what I felt the market was headed to. I wanted to work with big companies, but very quickly got disillusioned by it and wanted to start another startup again. So I got back together and, and we both started a second company together, which is how we got to Involve.ai. That's our- amazing. Such an inspirational journey and, and leading to where you're at today. And we're only just getting started. You're still a young man. But tell us about Involve AI. So this second venture that you founded recently, what's the, the mission of the business? What do you guys do? And then we can go into what role AI plays in the business. Yeah, JP. And and just to give a story about Involve.ai, quick story time. When Tommy and I got back together, we wanted to do something meaningful for society. So we started a volunteering platform. We wanted to build something where employees can come together, volunteer together, be good for the company, good for the community. Our business was growing really fast. We had almost 450,000 users. But the big challenge that we felt or we had was we churn was a big issue for us. We didn't have good product market fit. So people would come join, companies would come join the platform, but we had almost 30% month over month churn. And to solve that being engineers, we built this dashboard internally where we were taking rudimentary Python algorithms, collecting all the data. So almost like how users interact with our platform, the stickiness of it, how often do they come? What do they email us? What What support tickets are they sending? How are they inviting their friends? We had all these different kind of KPIs or leading indicators for churn. And we would put them together, run through our Python algorithms to predict which customers will stay with us, which ones will expand, which ones will churn, and what are the best opportunities for us to improve customer experience. And we're very customer-centric as founders. So when COVID hit, we gave it to a few of our CEO friends who were part of our portfolio companies from our VCs. 
and they loved it, JP. They just felt so much value out of it. Customer experience was becoming really important and customer attention was a hot topic. And almost like Slack, how Slack was a gaming company for five years and then they built this collaboration platform that became this massive company. We had very similar journey. We pivoted last year and launched our customer intelligence dashboard, which has been growing really fast. And our vision is how do we make the world more customer centric? That's what we do. Everything we do is about using artificial intelligence and automation and applying it to different parts of your customer orchestration and journey to be able to understand and get almost like get a truth serum of where your customers stand, not based on gut, but based on data. And what should you do about them? How do you improve and give your customers the best possible personalized experience? That's what our company does. Amazing. And anyone listening will be so familiar with the problem that you're trying to solve. So now let's jump into the how, how it works behind the scenes, talk about the journey from concept to building it out and, and maybe give us a, a, an example of a customer who's implemented it and what impact it's had to their business. What we did, JP, was we brought some of the best data scientists together. We are engineers ourselves, but we worked with some of our friends who were really getting into the data engineering engineering aspects of artificial intelligence. And what we built was this massive corpus of customer data. We went through public libraries, went through our customer libraries. Our, ourselves, we had so much customer data from like working with all these different companies over the past years about like different emails. Obviously everything was sensitized and we removed any PII. But what came out of it, JP, was this really great algorithm that we call a 9F model. And what the 9F model does is it looks at all these different areas of quantitative data and qualitative data and tags it for any risk that might it might be upcoming. Just as an example, let's say if there's an email conversation happening and the subject is very positive, it says, great working with you. But inside the email, the champion of a company that you work with talks about how it's been a pleasure. However, they're moving on from their career and they're moving to a different company. Now that's a red flag if someone's been at a champion and has bought your solution and loves your product, and is leaving a company that could be a red flag for most softwares and that's what we flag so the algorithm goes in and says this could be a risk account we need to make sure that we are connected with three or four other people in the company if we are not connected with them then that's something that gets flagged and and goes to the customer success team or customer experience team and that's the opportunity that we are providing we're building this based on all these signals and unstructured data that a company has in their suite we are able to tag information like this and show them like uh, almost like a dashboard of where their customers stand, an early warning system to be able to tell them what actions do they need to take and with the urgency so that they can keep their customers and expand the lifetime value of their customers. And that's so, how the product works. So obviously, Gaurav, you mentioned earlier that some of your CEO friends were kind enough to try out the platform and give you some feedback. But since then, what has the journey been like? And can you give us a maybe an example of a, a customer in a particular industry who've implemented it? And, and what's the feedback been like for full you? Yeah, absolutely. Ever since we launched JP, hundreds of companies use us now. Right now, we were just doing this analysis. We have 22,000 paid users. And our goal is to get to 400,000 by the end of next year. So it's been so crazy. We've grown 40% month over month. 
we just raised our Series A, which we haven't announced yet. Probably by the time people are listening to this, it would be public information. We grew from six people in the company to now being 44, and our goal is to get to 120 by mid-next year. Growing really fast. I'll give you a couple of examples of companies we work with. One of the first customers we started working with is a company called EMSI MC. We reached out to the the Dave Williams there, who's who was the chief customer officer. He's also runs account management. One of the big challenges that he faced was he was his team was always very reactive when it came to customer retention and managing customers. It was always firefighting when issues were happening. They were always in the front line. They were focused on the top issues. But what that would make them do is they would miss out on all the opportunities for expansion or miss out on prioritizing their biggest customers. So churn was an issue for them, but also net dollar retention was low. And their goal was to go from, I think, about 100% net dollar retention to get to about 130%. And when they started working with Involve.ai, we were able to give them that early warning dashboard, a simple dashboard that just shows red, yellow, green, where their customers stand in real time and make it really proactive for them. So now their team knows, like wakes up every morning and sees what are the 10 accounts and customers that they need to focus on? What do they need to do about them? And Dave is able to see, are they following up? Are they taking actions? He's able to have better one-on-ones with his customer team and post-sales team. And that's been the results there. They've seen tremendous results with their customer satisfaction went up by 80%, that churn went down, and they have a really good net dollar retention now. I think there was a 16% improvement there, and it was all based on data and opinions. Obviously, we, they were our first paying customer, I believe, or one of the first few. So we had to do a lot of work with them, and they had to work with us as the platform evolved, but they got tremendous value out of it. And we, we were used by some of the world's best companies. At Glint, which is part of LinkedIn, uses us. We are also used by companies like SEM Rush, which just became a public company. And that's some of the companies that use us. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. want to now spend a bit of time understanding what it's like to be part of the data team. You mentioned that you, you focused on hiring the best people across data science and to, to have added in 40 people in such a short space of time is amazing. So how, how have you done that? What, what's what been the process and, and can you give us some insight into what it's like to, to work on the data science team? Yeah, I think it's one of the best teams. We call it the machine learning slash AI team. It's headed by one really talented individual. His name is Gio. And we I've worked with Gio personally for many years now. The way that we've, we've been hiring this team, JP, is almost like how Apple used to do its hiring. We just find the best people who are great culture fits. The culture is really important for us. So let's say if we land someone we do a culture interview, make sure that they're part of their, they fit our company. And we have a few core values, like we're very product obsessed. We have this internal drive. Uh, we're very curious and we grow every day. We're collaborative and we're also accountable. That's something that is part of our culture. Then we look for a stage fit, people who love being part of early stage. After that, it's all about how passionate they are about data science, about machine learning. What is something cool that they can offer to the product? And do they really get excited by it? I think the work we're doing is, is really game-changing for the industry we're in. 
And we really feel every company needs to be customer centric. And if we can help them get there, that's really valuable. It's, I think if someone comes and works with us, they have to go through about seven or eight interviews. And by the end of it, we reveal them the product and ask them for feedback and examples. And if they're just not excited by it or the work we're doing, then it's not a fit. And then we have to go back to the drawing board. So we've done a lot of work in just trying to find and land the best talent. And that's where people like you come in is with your network and with the processes you use, and then just following a great interview process to make sure their culture fit, stage fit, and they just get excited about what we do. And, and that's how we work with them. So building a really strong core team, taking a lot of principles that Tesla and Apple and Amazon have used in the past. A lot of learns from that because you've talked about the clarity around your mission, the, the values and, and the types of people you look for. But you, you also shared that you, you're looking at what other companies do and do well and implementing that, which I think is, is very important. Uh, one of the last things you said there was excitement. And I definitely want to talk about the next year ahead for you guys, because the grow from 40 to 120 people is is not an easy task, but it's also very exciting. So when you look ahead at the work that needs to be done, what's going to happen post Series A and, and with all this exciting growth, what are you looking forward to the most? What gets you excited? Mm -hmm. I think just working and building a great product, JP, gets me fired up every morning. We feel that we have an, an opportunity to make an impact in our space. There's a lot of work, early work that's done with AI but a lot of it is still not practical and is still not applicable. We get to make it such that it can be applied and it can augment people's work and that gets us fired up every morning. And I think that's what the big movement in AI is next. And next year for us, it's all about supporting the demand that we're getting. We have really good signs of product market fit, as they call it, passionate users, customers who love us. We have to make sure the ones that we have are really happy with us and continue to stay with us. At the same time, we can support as we grow as a company and we can support more customers. That is very important for them. So part of my job is to make sure we hire the best management team we can train and onboard great people, hire the best AI engineers, hire the best um, sales reps, customer service reps, all of these different areas that we are hiring in. Uh, but once that happens, it's all about making sure we are continuing to build a great product and service. What features are we adding? How, is, how are we innovating? How are we staying cutting edge? And how are we creating the best value for our customers? That's what it looks like. We have some ambitious goals to get to 400,000 ping users by the end of next year. That is a big milestone for us. Uh, we also have some internal revenue milestones and at the same time, make sure that we provide the best value for our customers. Last year, we were able to help generate $150 million in savings or net dollar expansion for our customers from their customer base. We want to get that to a billion by end of next year. So we have some massive goals and we support and work with some really big companies and our goal is to make sure that they're able to keep their customers happy. And hopefully by doing that, we keep our customers happy. So grab final question from me then. You talked about the growth, a lot of amazing career opportunities that involve for people in this field. And, and you've hired some incredibly talented people already. When you're speaking to candidates, to many of whom will, will be looking at lots of other exciting opportunities in the market, what do you tell people about Involve that has got them to commit to you, your team, your vision over some of the other great opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
That's such an excellent question, JP. It's talent is hard. I think landing great talent is extremely hard. Making sure they're up and running is extremely hard. And I've made a lot of mistakes over the past 10 years of being in startups. I think I've made really bad hires hired people who have not been a good fit and I've made them really unsuccessful by not telling them honestly and sincerely where we are as a company, what are we doing, what's the challenges they'll be facing, if they are a fit or not, like that's some of the mistakes I've made. So out of all the learnings comes really good transparency, which I which gets people excited. When they come in for an interview, we really start by telling them what stage are we at? If you're an early stage startup, what's the kind of job profile we're looking at, what are some KPIs they'll own, what would the objectives and key results be, so they know exactly what they'll be walking into. And then it's about making them feel like their contribution and how that plays an important part in the growth of a company. I think that's so valuable because this could be an opportunity to be at an early stage company that can go nowhere or that can become the next Google, Microsoft, Salesforce, or even have a, even if it's a medium outcome, that gets people excited. There's an opportunity to create something from scratch and build this really meaningful generational brand. One of my visions, JP, is to build a company almost like something that that Nike and Coca-Cola have been able to do is having that a company of consequence or a generational brand that can stay on for decades. And that's when we share that vision with them, it gets people fired up because it's kind of joining an AI company at the ground level and building it from scratch gets people excited. After that, it's just a series of interviews when they meet our team members and they meet different people, they get to choose for themselves if they are a culture fit or not. Do they get excited by the people they are here with? Are people sharing their passion that get the candidates excited? I think it's after doing a lot of journey and spending a lot of interview time with us at the end of the round. But the candidate is whether saying all these people are lunatics and I don't know if we should join them or not. I should just work for a big company and I should just go and work for Facebook. Or they're saying this is so exciting. I love the people here. There's a really good opportunity for me to build something meaningful and also have clear goals and roles and responsibilities and know exactly where I can contribute to build this into an amazing company. Those are the kind of people who are already excited and then they're selling me. And at the end of it, they're saying, what do you need for to see in my profile or in my resume or in my background or in my references that I can come and join you? And that's kind of what we look for. An excellent interview. Garav, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate you coming on today and, and talking to us about your own background. Truly inspirational. And what you're doing at Involve sounds incredible. Really exciting times ahead and you're only just getting started. So we wish you, your team and everyone at Evolve uh, the best of luck in, in achieving that goal. Thank you. Thank you, JP. Excellent. I, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.